March 28th, 2019, it's the Lullabot Podcast. It's the Lullabot Podcast, episode 233. I'm Matt Cleavis, Senior Developer at Lullabot. With me as always, co-host of the show, Senior Friend and Dev, Mike Herschel. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. The rain in America falls mainly in Seattle. It's going to be beautiful while we're up there, though. <laughs> I feel it. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be like the rain's going to be down in California, and it's going to be sunny in Seattle. It's going to rain in California? Yes, yeah, it's been uh, raining in California. You know, I don't know what the weather's going to be like. But I can guarantee you that DrupalCon is going to be sunny, and I'm excited to be there. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Hey, two days of sessions as, like, traditional Drupal developers understand it. And uh, today we have a bunch of Lullabots who are talking on the first day of sessions, and we're going to hear all about it. Yep, that would be Wednesday. The Wednesday of session, we are going to talk about, we're going to talk with uh, all of the Lullabots, or at least most of the Lullabots that are presenting that day. And we're going to give kind of a rundown of the sessions, and we're just going to maybe talk about what's exciting about DrupalCon for everyone. So we're going to give everybody who's speaking kind of a chance to pitch their session, just a couple of minutes, the the elevator speech. And I, I do want this to be a little bit interactive, since we have a bunch of people on the on the, on the call, it's kind of hard to, to keep everybody straight. But if you do have a question for somebody, or want to kind of understand what they're going to talk about further, jump in, please. Yep. So who am I talking about? Who's here? <laughs> All right. So uh, the first person, well, well, let's talk about who's not here that's presenting. So the first person that is not here is a uh, senior digital strategist for here at Lullabot, the one and only Jeff Eaton, who uh, is, I believe, I think he's on site with a client. Yeah, yeah, he's at a client on site or and or traveling today. And we're gonna we're, we're gonna have uh, another content strategist, uh, Greg Dunlap, talk about Eaton's session along with his own. Um, and uh, on, on that note, so, hi Greg. Yeah, hi Greg. Hey, how's it going? Glad you're here. I'm glad to be here with all of you fine folks. What is the title of your session? The title of my session, that's a good question. What is the title of my session? <laughs> um, Enterprise Content Inventories. Cool. Also with us today, we have uh, Lullabot CTO, Karen Stevenson. Hi, Karen. Hey there. Karen, I, what are you talking about? I'm talking about AMP, um, reimagining AMP. AMP, the Accelerated Mobile Pages Google Correct. stuff. Yeah. Cool. Not Google AMP, just oh, AMP. AMP, oh, okay. Yes. You're drinking the Kool-Aid there, Karen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we got Zeki, who is talking about an autopsy of vulnerable, vulner, vulner, vulnerability. You can just let him say Zeki, that. Zeki, what, what are you talking about? Hey, hey. Uh, I am talking about autopsy of vulnerabilities. Um, it's basically dissecting and analyzing how two of the uh, biggest or more famous vulnerabilities on Drupal work. Yeah, and you are a uh, senior developer here at Lullabot, and you reside in Spain, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And, and, and on the website, it, it, it says it's Ezekiel Vesquez, but we say Zeki. Yeah, which is the shorter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so next up, we have a senior front-end developer here at Lullabot, Mark Drummond. What are you talking about, Mark? Hi. Uh, so I'm in a group presentation. Um, we're talking about diversity and inclusion, diversity and inclusion, and building a stronger Drupal community. So this is uh, for the Drupal diversity and inclusion work group, and we're going to be having uh, a long session 
to talk about um, lots of things about diversity and inclusion and, and the work that we're doing within the Drupal community. That sounds fantastic. Also with us, we have senior technical architect, Sally Young. Hey, Sally. Hello. Coming to us from the UK. So what are you going to be talking about at uh, DrupalCon? So uh, I actually am first going to be talking at the Decoupled Summit, which I'm helping to run on the Tuesday. So I hope that's okay to put a plug in for that. Um, we have some fantastic speakers coming along, including people from Gatsby.js. So that's going to be really exciting. And uh, then I have a talk coming up on the Drupal admin UI. So if you're interested in that initiative, it's going to be a big update on what we've been up to. Um, it was formerly known as the JavaScript modernization initiative, but we, we clubbed together with the admin UI people. So now we're one big happy initiative. Very cool. It's fantastic. So let's talk about one other person that we're missing here. We're missing uh, Matteo Bosch, who is talking about why will JSON API go into core? And uh, Wait a minute, since, isn't it too late? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, isn't that past tense now? <laughs> yeah. All right. So maybe we can uh, strike his. Well, why is JSON API going? Why did? Why did? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Sally, yeah. what? <laughs> Am I going to pretend to be Mateo? Yeah, yeah. You yes. have to talk with a you have to talk with a Spanish accent if if you can manage this. Catalonian accent, which uh, yes, I can't yes, do, but I can tell you, I can just imagine me laying in like a hammock in a <laughs> seaside uh, setting, um, and I believe in this talk he's going to tell you why they uh, went with JSON API as opposed to working on some of the things that are already in core, such as REST or some of the other modules available like GraphQL. And then I suspect he will cover lots of his experiences on, on actually getting the thing in. That sounds, right that sounds fantastic, Mateo. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Mike, we can't, we can't forget we have one more friend on the call. Um, uh, the lead developer and trainer at OCO Labs. We have Joe Schindelar. Hey, Joe. Hey, friends. Um, you might know it as Drupalize Me, I suppose. Yeah, that's probably the lowest common denominator. <laughs> Your, what's your talk called? Uh, I'm going to be talking about Gatsby and Drupal. Uh, Sally just mentioned Gatsby JS, which is a uh, essentially it's a, a f application generator that uses React to allow you to create uh, super fast websites. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about that. Mike, since Sally plugged the summit, I'm going to give you the opportunity to do it too. Yes, yes. Oh, you're, you're going to plug my summit a, for me, Mike. Thank no, you. No, Mike, Mike is plugging his own summit. Yeah. Mike is speaking on, at, at another yeah, summit. Yeah, so, as yeah. is Nate Lampton. Nate and I are both uh, talking about, um, we're talking at the Performance and Scalability Summit, which is happening uh, the Monday of DrupalCon. And I'm going to talk a little bit about website. I'm going to talk a lot about uh, front-end website performance. And to tell you the truth, I don't know what Nate's going to talk about, but it's going to be pretty awesome awesome because Nate's pretty awesome. Probably some of that other performance. Yeah, Nate is, I, in my opinion, one of the uh, world's foremost experts on scaling uh, pretty much any type of Drupal website. He's worked a lot with the Grammys and Tesla and a lot of other very big well-known names, scaling them to make sure they uh, can meet the demands right of browsers. So now we know that, now we know who's here. Let's, let's hear a little yes. bit more about uh, what they're, what they have to say. 
the first Lullabot talk on Wednesday is actually Jeff Eaton, which is Personalization for the Perplexed. And that is at 10.30 a.m. And it, it go, runs until 11.05 a.m. So, so it looks like 35 minutes. And since Greg Dunlap is uh, the only content strategist that we have on the call, Greg, do you want to say something about that? Maybe wave your arms around? Yeah, sure. I do wave my arms around a lot. Uh, it's the only way that my Fitbit thinks that I'm exercising <laughs> is when I'm waving my arms around <laughs> on, on uh, conference calls. Um, but uh, Jeff's going, well, the first thing I should point out about this is that Jeff is going to be speaking in the marketing track. So this year, there are kind of three DrupalCons, um, and there's the Builder DrupalCon and the Marketing DrupalCon, and I forget what the third one is. Who knows what the third one is? I don't know. I just, I remember the registration page made me scratch my head a little bit, but yeah. Anyway, so. I think it's um, the agency leaders, right? Is that, does that sound about right. right to you? Sure. All right. And then, um, and so Jeff is speaking at the marketing DrupalCon. So that's an important thing to know. You need the ticket for the marketing DrupalCon to see Jeff speak. It's probably worth the price of that ticket just to see Eaton speak because he's awesome. Yeah. Um um, but uh, he his session is called Personalization for the Perplexed. And uh, what it's about is, um, you know, personalization is a really hot topic in uh, CMS world these days. And, you know, Adobe comes out and pitches you on their personalization stuff and blah, 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 blah. And we see a lot of clients get that stuff and then be completely kerflummoxed about what to do with it or how to best use it or, you know, what what the best approaches are and so he's going to give kind of a laying down you know sort of here's the four ways that personalization can be brought to bear on your site and here are the common pitfalls that we usually see uh clients run into with that and um i also know he's going to be doing some stuff about here's where personalization can go really bad not just from a technical or business standpoint but also sort of from a societal standpoint because you know personalization taken to an, to its extreme ha can have a lot of sort of like ethical and weird outcomes and so he's going to be talking about that as well and uh, I I don't envy him for having to fit all of that stuff into 35 minutes but I'm sure whatever it is will be uh, thoughtful and well put together and I'm sure that people will learn a lot from it thanks Greg, have you ever been on a project that's implemented any of this personalization stuff? We've been on lots of projects that have talked about it. Um, you know, a lot of people have high hopes and dreams for it. But one of the things, uh, and I'm not, I don't want to steal Eaton's thunder here. Uh, well, I won't steal Eaton's thunder. There are a lot of um, problems that can come along with it. And um, there, it takes a lot of work. And I think that's one of the things that people don't really understand a lot of the times when they get into it. Because... Um, you know, for every segment you're personalizing for, you need content for that segment. And the more and more segments you're personalizing for, the more and more content you need. And um, so we usually um, pitch clients to go kind of like slow and steady and see what's working for them. So this this seems like one of those promises that's been hanging in the web world for quite a while now. 
Yeah, almost as long as like VR and stuff, you know, <laughs> it's like one of those things that keeps coming up over and over and over again, since almost since the web has begun. And I think there are industries where it's working out really well, um, but there are industries in which the amount of work that you do to put in that massive amount of personalization pays off at the end. And so, you know, we think about like financial industry and stuff like that. That's where, uh, you know, things can happen. But if you're if you're talking about like your typical ad driven a website, then I think I think there's stuff that could be brought to bear, but probably not in this, like you know, probably not in the way that CMS vendors are selling their personalization stuff to you. Matt, this sounds like a very popular podcast topic. It does. We should have him back on, huh? Yeah, I maybe, think that would be maybe great. Eaton too. <laughs> I think you should probably have Eaton back on, and then I'll just listen to the podcast later. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, next up uh, on your Wednesday schedule is uh, our director of operations. Is that right, Karen? Uh, nope. Techn no. yeah. <laughs> Technology. <T> CTO. <laughs> All right. Seth is the director yeah. of operations. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I get you two confused all the time. I know. We look alike. <laughs> yes. people, people have a lot of trouble telling us apart. Yeah. yeah. So you're presenting on AMP at 1.45 p.m. all the way to 2.15 p.m. Can you tell us a little bit about your presentation? Sure. So... AMP, AMP is something that I'm really, I've always been kind of interested in. I was interested in it um, when we started doing this, uh, I think it was three years ago when they when they first rolled the initial thing out. And we were involved in uh, developing the initial AMP application. And at the time, nobody quite knew what was going to come out of this, I think, including Google. Uh, and so the early idea was, you know, you you tag a few um, news pages and you create an AMP version of those news pages. And it's just like super simple. It's just the content on the page, nothing else. And you make it really slick and fast and that's it. And that's all there is. Um, but AMP has come a long, long way since then. And uh, AMP actually includes components that do all kinds of crazy things. I mean, there are AMP components that, that do everything. And you can even have pages, uh, sites that are completely AMP. Uh, it's not like a different page. It's, it's the original page. So there's all this crazy new stuff out there. And there are people that are interested in it and doing it. Um, but our original implementation of Drupal AMP didn't support any of that kind of thing. And so I got interested in it. Uh, just personally, I was interested. I was went to some of the Google conferences and, and been talking to people. And so I said, well, you know, if we just like kind of redid this from scratch, how could how could I incorporate some of this stuff? Um, and so that's what the 8.3 branch of AMP is. Is like let's just let's just start over looking at AMP as it is today. And if you want to implement AMP and you want to do some of this crazy stuff, uh, how would you go about it? And that's what this whole branch is. And that's what I'm going to talk about is is all the stuff that I've um, been trying to do, including a lot of things about like making a theme that actually looks like your regular theme instead of a completely different kind of dumbed down version of your theme. And uh, I, I figured out a way to like use Drupal's um, built-in capability for managing CSS so that it writes the CSS into the page instead of as links, which is one of the AMP Neat. Uh, um, requirements. Um, and keeps track of how much CSS, you know, what's the size of your CSS so you can figure out whether you're staying within the 50,000 kilobyte limit. 
Um, but there's all kinds of other things. We, um, uh, somebody else is working on CSS tree shaking, which now automatically shakes it down. We just got just got that in uh, just a co in, in the last day or two. Uh, really interesting stuff uh, going on here, and you know, like some of the the all the AMP uh, components will actually work on any page. Though you could you could build a site of AMP components, and you wouldn't have one thing for the AMP page and a different thing for your regular site. If you like them, they work, and so it's just a complete reimagining of the whole thing, and that's what this is about. Gotcha. And so the name of the session is AMP Accelerated Mobile Pages Reimagined. And that's at 1.45 p.m. to 2.15 p.m. Sure. Well, next up on our schedule, we have senior digital strategist Greg Dunlap. Hey, Greg, we've heard from you already. Hey, how's you, it going? You played Eaton earlier. So. I did. So <laughs> you'll be speaking about enterprise content inventories. Yeah. So uh, earlier, or not earlier this year, last year, uh, Eaton, myself, and uh, one of our senior UX uh, designers, Marissa Epstein, did a very a big content strategy uh, gig for the state of Georgia. And as a part of that, we had to uh, do an inventory and analysis of the content across 85 of their agency websites. And so this uh, session is about how we um, decided to approach that, um, the tools that we ended up using to make it happen, and what we did with that data once we had it, and uh, sort of lessons learned and, and tips to go forward uh, and that sort of thing. Neat. I I saw uh, Greg's session at Drupal GovCon this past year, and honestly, it was one of my mo it was one of my favorite sessions during that conference. Y you know, and I'm coming in as a front end developer, but it it's it's very very interesting topic in my opinion. Yeah, this will largely be the same session, except it's shorter. Um, yeah. So I have to uh, speed it up a little bit. I'm just going to have to talk really fast. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so uh, the, uh, the next session uh, scheduled on your schedule is Mateo's session, which is why will JSON API go into core? And it better be on your schedule. And it better be on your schedule. That's right. Uh, that's starting right at 2.30, and it's going all the way to 3. And impersonating Mateo, once again, we're going to have uh, Sally Young. <laughs> so, Sally, with your, with your knowledge of decoupled and the world, and plus it's kind of the way of Drupal these days, if it's useful, put it in core. Um, mm -hmm. why will JSON API go into core or why did it? Why did it go into core? Um, I, so I think they'll cover a bit of, I'm just totally guessing now, I guess they'll cover, um, some of that. I, I think they talked about this a lot in their previous sessions about why they would want, um, a config free, uh, API solution to go into core. One of the things I personally found quite, um, frustrating about the rest module is, uh, if you if you're a new user and you're not used to Drupal and you have these promises of API endpoints, you'd go in and try to make something that was actually kind of difficult. And JSON API, you can turn it on and suddenly you have all of these API endpoints and it, it's pretty set and forget, which is nice. So uh, I guess I'll cover some of that and then um, possibly they might go into like some of the challenges of just getting it a big feature into Drupal core um, and all the processes that are kind of around core development, which should be quite interesting. 
the whole uh, it's config free thing I thought was a total load of crap until I actually did it. And I was like, really? There's no config. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it totally works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I also want to mention that uh, Mateo is going to be giving this session along with Wim Lears and Gabe Sullis, who are all maintainers of the subsystem within Drupal. Yeah. And then I, I'd also mention um, that the admin UI initiative wouldn't really be possible without it because we can have this module here that we know is going to provide us all the things that are actually in Drupal. So we don't have to worry about it too much, which is great because then we say, if you want to use this admin UI, just turn this module on. Not If you want to use the admin UI, first you have to go and configure all of these things and never misconfigure them ever. Has there been a lot of back and forth, or like with the admin UI team finding various different issues and, you know, the, the API first team fixing them, et cetera? Uh, not lately. And uh, maybe, maybe I'll just talk about my session a bit now and why. Um, so uh, with the admin UI initiative, because the, the JavaScript part of it is going to be such a fundamental shift in how you might make a module or something appear in the admin interface for Drupal, um, it's going to take a while to ship, and we didn't want to not ship anything for a while because Drupal's admin interface um, is looking a little bit tired, I think, compared to some of the other things out there that have evolved. So, a lot, and and that's really frustrating because when we want to show Drupal to people and like potential users, uh, I think their judgment can get clouded by like the styles not being as modern or like in the in the style that they're used to of modern web apps. And it's not that the functionality isn't there. It can't do all these complex things with multilingual and, and whatnot, but they don't really see it. So uh, a lot of focus in the Avenue I initiative right now has shifted over to making a new theme for Drupal 8 with its current theme system. So uh, the new theme is called Claro, and it has this beautiful new design system uh, that was headed up by Christina G. Millers and lots of other great people working on that. And we will reuse the design system and the components that were built for that for the JavaScript admin UI. So uh, going back to your original question, there was a lot more kind of back and forth going on, but that's on a bit of a pause right now. Gotcha. So you talked about your session. Your session is later in the day. It's at 5.30 to 6. And you're talking about Decoupled Summit and Drupal Admin UI. Are you going to be showing um, demos of what everything's look like and the current status of this? Yes, we will. So uh, we'll show you. That's we'll going to be popular. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, so we'll show you the state of the JavaScript UI, which, as I said, is taking a bit of a, a backseat to Claro right now. But we'll we'll show you around Claro and all the work that's been going on there. That's pretty cool. I feel like they scheduled you later in the day just to keep people around because everybody's going to want to go to this one. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, so I I think it has not been finalized yet, but I'll be doing um, a, a talk that has maybe a little bit more historical background to it as well during the Decoupled Summit. So if you're interested in that, um, please come along. And I can even get in another plug for Jeff Eaton here, who's also coming to speak at the Decoupled Summit, and he's doing a talk on designers' data, and that talks about when editorial control meets decoupled content. So that should be really interesting. It's an interesting topic. Yes. One of the things we'll probably talk about during our session is um, preview, because a lot, of, a lot of stuff that happened in our initiative um, got a little bit sidetracked by this 
this particular issue, which we've decided to put aside for one now because it's quite complicated. So come along to the session and hear about that. But um, Jeff Eaton's also probably going to talk about some stuff related to that as well in his talk, which is more from the content strategy side. Gotcha. So those two sessions are uh, first. We talked about Mateo's session, which is why will why did Jason API go into core, which is two thirty to three p.m. And then the uh, last session on your Wednesday schedule is is Sally's, which is the uh, Drupal admin UI session. That's five thirty to six, and you should get there early so you can grab a chair. We're halfway through the list. Probably a little over halfway since we did that last one. You know what that means? Mm -hmm. Ooh, it's time to take a break. Yeah, it's time to take a break. Hey, but you know what? After this, we're going to hear all about Drupal security. We're going to hear about Gatsby JS, and we're going to hear how to hear about building a stronger Drupal community. All on your DrupalCon Seattle sessions, day one. More after this. Yes. Hi, this is Liz Trudeau from the Drupal Association. DrupalCon Seattle is the conference where cutting-edge content, networking, and contributing come together. Meet thousands of users, developers, and designers using Drupal. Level up your skills April 8th through the 12th at the Washington State Convention Center. Events.drupal.org. Hey, uh, joining us now is Helen Porter, account executive at Lullabot. Hey, Helen. Hey there. We don't ever get together. I know. We don't get to talk often enough. But soon we'll all be together. Yeah, can't wait. We're going to DrupalCon Seattle. We are indeed. And, it's coming right up. And Lullabot's going to have a booth there, right, at the Expo Hall? We sure are. We've got booth number 307. What does that mean? Oh. Like, I mean, t people talk about conferences, and it's like, come visit us at 307. I don't know. I, I, I think there's a map that appears somewhere okay. in the conference materials, but... Um, yeah, we'll have a nice spot. Uh, I think our, our next door booth neighbors are going to be Pantheon and we're across from Platform SH. So yeah, we'll be easy to spot. What is our booth going to look like? I mean, is it is it like corporate and like stodgy? I wouldn't say it's corporate and stodgy. I'd say it's pretty, it's pretty chill and welcoming. We've got couches. Oh. We'll probably have a coffee table. We'll have some awesome Lullabot swag and t-shirts and such. So uh, I, I hear there's something happening on Tuesday night. Yeah, there is. Uh, we're having our annual TripleCon party on Tuesday night. It's actually starting like right after the opening reception in the exhibit hall. So you can walk straight over from there. And it's called the Come As You Are Party. Yes. Kind of a tribute to Nirvana being in Seattle and all, right? Yeah. So Mike has to sing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come as you are. <laughs> there, there it is. As I want you to be. And we just want you to be there, right? Because you're always our friends. If you come to the Lullabot party at DrupalCon. It's going to be so much fun. Um, yeah. It's at this cool bar called Garage that has bowling alleys and pool tables. And we're going to have board games. It's going to be oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you said it's within walking distance. Yeah, I think it's only about a half mile walk from the convention center, so it should be super nice. convenient. And literally, like, come as you are. I mean, no, no need to have your your uh, an invite or anything. We we'd love to have you there. Yeah, everyone's welcome. All you need is your DrupalCon badge, no RSVP or no, anything like that. Cool. Well, thanks for uh, coming on and telling us all about it, Helen. Sure. Thanks for having me. I'll see you in Seattle. <laughs> 
Welcome back. We're talking about uh, day one of DrupalCon Seattle. This is Wednesday's sessions. And it's and it's day one, but it's kind of day three. I mean, it kind of depends on when your when your DrupalCon starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of awesome there's, summits. There's on, trainings uh, and Monday. summits that are happening on Mondays and Tuesdays. Monday and Tuesday, I guess. And then the the sessions, as you know, DrupalCon Wednesday, Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then we have a awesome uh, contribution sprint on Friday. And don't you dare call it a code sprint. That's right, because you're going to contribute. Yeah. Darn it. I, I'm not. I'm not even sure if we're supposed to call it sprints anymore. It's like a contribution day, maybe. I'm not. I'm honestly yeah. not quite sure. Like a meander. Run, run, <laughs> running is hard. <laughs> no Contrib- sprinting allowed. <laughs> contribution meander. That's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, talking about his session is uh, senior developer Zeki, who is presenting on the autopsy of vulnerabilities. At uh, three fifteen to three forty-five on Wednesday. Hey, Zeki. So uh, my session uh, was born when uh, a friend from the Spanish community uh, asked me, "Okay, we developers and operators, uh, whenever a security patch uh, for Drupal Core or for Drupal Country comes, uh, we just run and apply the patch, but we never stop and think about, okay, how this patch works or how the vulnerability works." on how the patch you know, prevents uh, it for, for being exploited. And uh, it would be nice if someone explained you know, uh, these kind of things. And well, basically my, my head was uh, bubbling and I said, yeah, why not? So uh, I will be uh, dissecting uh, SA Core uh, 2014-005, which was this uh, SQL injection discovered on October well, patch it, patch it. It was patched on October uh, 2014. And also the one from the, the remote code execution from past year, uh, patched it on March uh, 28th, if I remember correctly. Uh, the session will be uh, analyzing each one of these vulnerabilities just in three steps. First, I will describe the components of the, of the technology of Drupal itself. Uh, that are involved and how their usual behavior should be. Then the second step is describing the vulnerability itself. Uh, I mean, uh, once we have described how the component works, we now will describe how uh, the failure, how the error produces the ability to exploit the vulnerability and which, uh, and I also, I will describe uh, the effects, the consequences of uh, being, of having a successful exploitation there. And then the third and last step for one, for, for both vulnerabilities will be a live demo uh, that I will have prepared to show everyone how easy uh, they are uh, exploited. And that's basically it. That sounds really, really fascinating. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, the time when I prepared both the demos and, and the presentation. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Thank an actual you. a live demo, like we're gonna we're gonna see how these these vulnerabilities can actually be exploited. Yes, uh, of course. This will be on, on my local. Uh, I have prepared a couple of Docker containers, uh, so uh, I mean, I am not going to exploit any real site. But sure. uh, yes, they are actual uh, virtual machines containing only the Drupal core versions, which are affected by the vulnerabilities. That's it. No what? modifications and no, nothing else. What color hat do you have on? Sorry, what? What color of hat do you have on? Um, 
I would say in public, I am a white hat. <laughs> That's good. In public, you see how we, <laughs> yeah, we qualify that there. That. He gets at home and he puts on his hoodie and he like stares at his screen in a dark room. And just for clarity's sake, just wanted to say it one more time. I know Zeki already said it, but these are older vulnerabilities. So yeah, update, update your code. <laughs> Yeah, you have to wear uh, a ski mask too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So saying, like in Germany, every time there's a like a hacker depicted in the media, like hundred percent always wearing a ski mask. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's, it's not a guy fox mask or No, no. Oh, okay. Not in Germany. Just the ski mask. <laughs> I think in the US they're in hoodies. They're sitting at home with a ski mask on doing it, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's because it's cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So once again, that's autopsy of vulnerabilities at uh, 315 to 345 on Wednesday. Deal. And uh, so also with us today, we have uh, Joe Schindelar. Hey, Joe. Hey, Matt. Joe from OCO Labs, Drupalize Me. He's going to be talking about Gatsby. So I am. Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert Redford, F. Scott Fitzgerald. It's all good. And Juice Boytart. <laughs> yes and No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be talking about Gatsby JS. Oh uh, crap! Commonly okay. abbreviated as Jets Gatsby. Um, um, Gatsby is a tool for building web applications using React and various other technologies. Uh, sort of the promise of Gatsby is that you can build really fast applications, uh, and and in theory, Gatsby makes it hard to build slow applications. And I've been thinking about this a little bit. Uh, I've given the presentation a couple of times, and now it's a 30 minute time slot, and so I feel like I'm doing all of this like tree shaking and scope hoisting and trying to reconfigure my presentation so I can appropriately fit it into a 30 minute time slot instead of um, the longer version. Um, there are a handful of other people talking about Gatsby at DrupalCon. There are trainings about it. There are people talking about it, the decoupled summit. Uh, there are other presentations about it. I think the thing that is going to in part differentiate mine from the others the most is I'm gonna spend a bunch of time talking about how when you build a website with Gatsby, you're actually building a full React application, which means it can do anything that React can do. It's not just a static website generator. And I'm gonna talk about how you can use uh, Gatsby in conjunction with Drupal uh, and modules like Simple OAuth to provide authentication for your applications and uh, uh, personalization and some things like that, which I think should be pretty fun. Um, I. I'll also talk a bit about how, um, why I think Gatsby is an interesting tool for people who are using Drupal uh, in part. I think it's a really great way to learn React and GraphQL, both of which are sort of hot topics at the moment and useful skills to learn. And in my experience, it's always so much easier to learn something when you've got like real data to work with and a real application to build. And one of the things that's cool about Gatsby and your, its ability to pull content in from Drupal is you've got real content to work with right out of the box and you don't spend a bunch of time just creating a bunch of lorem ipsum for your application. Um, and for me, that's made the learning experience of, of learning React and GraphQL much more pleasant. Fantastic. So, hey, are you given a training this year? Yeah, I'm helping to facilitate a training on Tuesday. Um, Amber, Mats, and I will be teaching Drupal 8 theming. Um, it's sold out already, so unfortunately, uh, you can't get more any seats for it, but we're super excited to teach it, and um, yeah, it'll be good. 
Awesome. That sounds like fun. Uh, Gatsby's been uh, Gatsby's a pretty hot topic. I'm excited to hear from you, Joe. If you want to know more about Gatsby, you could go back to the Lullabot podcast library. Uh, and in August of last year, we talked with uh, the Gatsby JS creator, Kyle Matthews. Right, Mike? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. This new focus on Gatsby is really interesting. I mean, I studied F. Scott Fitzgerald in college, but I hadn't really heard that much about him since then. <laughs> yeah. well, well, now, now you have. It's pretty good. Uh, no, so, it's not. You can. Can you edit that out? I no. really regret saying. <laughs> I already <laughs> made an F. Scott Fitzgerald <laughs> joke. So did you? Yeah. I missed it. God. <laughs> oh, that just makes it even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last, last but not least, we have senior front-end developer Mark Drummond talking about diversity and inclusion, building a stronger Drupal community, and this is uh, four o'clock on Wednesday, all the way to five thirty. So this is yeah. a and a half session, which is uh, going to be pretty awesome. Tell us all about it, Mark. Great. Yeah. So we are hopefully going to have a really uh, wonderful session. To This is a great session to come and learn what diversity inclusion is all about. This is, you don't have to be a somebody who's already knows a lot about diversity inclusion. This is, you can come in from the ground floor and and learn about things like privilege and intersectionality if you've heard terms like that but you're like i don't exactly know what people are talking about with those things um we'll help we'll help explain what those things are and we're gonna just help help share a lot of information um talk about things like bias and uh how there's bias in software and and in communities and and talk about about that in tech and in the Drupal community in specific. And what our group, the Drupal Diversity and Inclusion Group, is is has been trying to do and is is working on. Yeah. And so we've we've been working for the last several years to do a lot of different things in the community. And we're gonna share a lot of those activities and ways that people can get involved and we're Really excited to to share all of that, and we hope a lot of people will stop on by and 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 hopefully we're going to have some really good conversations and have a have a welcoming discussion. Yeah, it's a very very important topic. Uh, who yeah. will, who are you presenting with? Right, so we've got um, uh, a lot of people from the leadership team for uh, the Drupal Diversity and Inclusion Group. So um, uh, Fatima Khalid. Uh, Sugar Overflow is the leader uh, of the DDI group, and she'll she'll be there, as well as uh, Tara King, um, also known as Sparkling Robots. Got some really great names for <laughs> usernames and stuff. Um, and then Alana Burke, um, A Burke six two six, and then um, Ellie Ludwigson, um, E K L one seven seven three, and then and then me. So we'll be we'll be uh, yeah, leading the presentation. So awesome! So that is uh, Wednesday from four all the way. Oh wait, no, that is uh, yeah. No, yeah, that's... no, it's Wednesday. Wednesday four to five thirty. So. Wednesday four to five thirty. And, and then... uh, we also have a boff um, for diversity uh, uh, for DDI uh, the following day one forty five to two fifteen. Uh-huh. If people want to stop by there in the exhibit hall and on the contribution day. We'll be doing some um, contributions for um, DDI-related things. 
Um, we actually have a whole contrib team that we do things year round. Um, and we can help people get connected with that. Um, we've been working on um, this uh, gender field module is one of the big things that we that we work on. Um, but we've been trying to help people get connected and as a way to help people from underrepresented groups get involved with contribution. And we do that year round. And uh, there's a way for people to get connected with that on contribution day. And um, people also help with our, our website, drupaldiversity.com. And, um, and so, yeah, we'd, we'd love to help people get connected with that. And some of our other initiatives that we work on throughout the year, we have um, some exciting things we're working on. We've got a, a careers initiative. Um, I'm helping to lead a, a speakers initiative. Um, we've just got... Um, our contrib contrib team. I'm gonna forget things, but we've got a, a lot of a lot of cool things. So that's awesome. Uh, we, that's great. Yeah, we got weekly meetings. You can find out all about that on our website. Um, got a Twitter account, Drupal Diversity. People can learn about our our work. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Mark. So, sure. And we we just got a new thing started where. Um, we're, we're a scrappy group trying to make change in the community. And uh, on our website, we now have a way that people can donate uh, money to help support our things like our booth at the at uh, DrupalCon. So people cool. can now donate money to help help support our work at DrupalDiversity.com. So. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope people come by to our session. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I will. I will try to be there. And then uh, directly awesome. after that is uh, Sally's session at 536. And uh, which we already heard about. And uh, so everybody needs to go there and maybe heckle her. <laughs> or um, celebrate her work. There you, you go. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can heckle me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that, Sally. <laughs> so, Mike, we have a few minutes left. Let's do lightning round just real quick. One thing that everybody who's on the call here wants to see at DrupalCon or something that is, is exciting them about uh, DrupalCon Seattle. Can I go first? Sure. All right. So uh, I'm an organizer of Florida Drupal Camp. We have our dates announced for next year, which is uh, February 20th uh, through, like, I think, 23rd. Shameless plug. 2020, right? But we, I've, we have the coolest stickers ever printed. They are like kind of rainbow metallic with light with like you know the the sticker material on there and they look so cool we have 1500 of these printed out and so of course we're going to be handing handing a lot of these out at DrupalCon, and then we're also going to give packs of these stickers to people to take back to their camps to help promote florida drupal camp and but let me tell you these stickers you know when when i was doing the design i or I was helping with the design. I was like, these are either going to be the ugliest stickers ever or they're going to be the most awesome stickers ever. And I'm really happy that they're the most awesome. So that's uh, that's one of the things I'm excited about. Uh, You're excited not, about swag. That's cool. Yeah, right. I'm excited about giving out <laughs> swag. I'm excited about giving out swag. <laughs> right on. Karen, any th any thoughts? What, what gets yeah, I mean, the obvious one, right? Like seeing everybody. And, and it's really fun. Um, especially if you're working on little corners of like a special module that you're interested in or a, some sort of sub subject area. It's just so great to have a chance to hook up with other people that are interested in the same thing and sort of see where it could go. So looking forward to that. 
Very good. Greg Dunlap. Uh, I'm just really looking forward to seeing all my friends from the Drupal community. You know, when you've been involved in the community as long as I and some people even longer like Karen, um, you know, you've really developed some uh, deep friendships in the communities. And I just really look forward to seeing and catching up and hanging out with everybody whenever uh, Drupal Con time comes around. Zeki Vasquez. Yeah, I, I am really excited to, to go to Seattle. This, this will be my first time in the city. And uh, I am looking forward to meet everyone there on, on Seattle and hang out and, you know, enjoy the company because DrupalCon is about community, or it should be. And that's it. Joe Schindler. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to talking to people about Drupal 9. Uh, this is kind of like the... You know, we've got this DrupalCon and then one more, but the next one in 2020 is like just a couple of months before Drupal 9 is released. So uh, I'm hoping to hear a lot about people's plans. Wow. For, you for know, that. that's that's kind of mind boggling. Right. It? It's crazy. Yeah. That was that was uh, just hearing the words Drupal 9 was really <laughs> triggering. I think it kind of raised my blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to uh, saying Drupal 9 around Greg a lot and saying. <laughs> Mark Drummond. Um, last night I put together my schedule for DrupalCon for what sessions I'm going to go attend. And there's You're very so organized. Many... <laughs> yeah. So I, I, there's a lot of great sessions I'm going to go to, uh, related to diversity, inclusion and community. And the thing that helped me to do that was that, um, Alana Burke, who's helping to lead one of our, our, our session, um, she's been tweeting out, um, session recommendations. And um, her Twitter account is a Burke A B U R K E six two six, and she's been sharing uh, good good sessions related to diversity and inclusion. She also has a lot of great stuff about guinea pigs, which is awesome. And um, and she's also got a, a spreadsheet in our um, that we share in our uh, uh, DDI meetings in Slack. So um, so yeah, so that's a great way to help connect with some of the things that are related to those topics or you can just use the tags on the on the uh, DrupalCon uh, page to find those sort of things very cool Anyways. that's great yeah Sally Young any final thoughts or what are you excited about I, I hope this doesn't sound odd I'm actually <laughs> excited about it being over because I have so much stuff to do that week um, <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to be running around with my hair on fire. So I guess I'm looking forward to the uh, contribution meander the most because then I won't have any talks to give or anything to organize and I can just sit down and do some work on, on my initiative, which will be lovely. And then actually afterwards, because I've never been to Seattle before, so I'm very excited about that. I'm going to go and look at some Twin Peaks stuff in the area so very excited about that and of course seeing all of you fish throwing and coffee and stuff too mm-hmm. yeah cherry pie gonna have some fine coffee uh for, for me mike i think uh i'm excited to go back to DrupalCon. i've i've taken a couple off um and you know i haven't been to a DrupalCon since new orleans so i'm looking forward to seattle it's also my first trip to seattle um should be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I always learn what I didn't know when I go to a DrupalCon, and um, sometimes those things are eye-opening. So you learn a lot. Usually. <laughs> thanks, everybody, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Oh. Bye. 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 Do we actually leave the call now? or? Yeah. <laughs>